Welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast, and I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio. With me, as always, is the worst breakfast treat, Sam Grezes. Oh, we're going in this week. It's finally happening. And there's going to be a lot of disagreements, and if we're divorced by the end of this podcast, it'll it'll be understandable. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out why. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, some differences are irreconcilable. Yeah. Welcome to week five. Week four is in the books. Before we get to arguing about bullshit that doesn't mean anything, let's talk about week five. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick recap of our scores. We both went eight and seven. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought we did a lot worse than we actually did. I, I remember I that. I thought we did like, too. We, we had... It felt like every game that I was looking at, we got like every other one wrong. Yeah, well, which deal. which it I guess scans, right? Like, yeah. <clears throat> but but yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. I I was not expecting. I I was tweeting about this. I was very surprised uh, about the Bengals uh, laying an egg until I remembered that the Bengals were playing on Monday night. Yeah, there's. I think a lot of things were sort of confirmed this week like after yeah. after four weeks i think we can finally even more so than last week we finally have a sense of who the legitimate competitors might be yeah who are probably the mediocre teams and who is truly the shit yes so we can get more or less right into that um i want to i want to congratulate you first of all mm-hmm. for being out of every week so far you are the you last week got the first Thursday game correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You picked the Eagles over the Packers. That yeah. is the only Thursday game either of us have picked correctly all four weeks. Nice. Got him. That's. I don't think that game really confirmed or really denied anything. The nah. Packers are okay. Um, the Eagles are okay. The Eagles have problems, but they're still a good team. Yep. Packers same, same have deal problems, with Packers. but they're still probably a good team. Mm-hmm. I don't think that game really over connect uh, over like revealed anything. Yes, uh, Redskins Giants. This game, if anything, confirms just how shit the Redskins are. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. Are an absolute tire fire, and I like. Even I thought the Giants were going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be this ugly like, yeah yeah that the, the redskins wouldn't be able to score a single touchdown on the you know i mean not that the giants defense is is bad no, but no, it's they're, they're terrible yeah they're ter- like you don't have to sugarcoat they're they're one of the worst pass defenses in the league and they had a banner weekend they intercepted keenum they intercepted Haskins yeah several times it was like the redskins are a dump like just a wet runny dump on the sidewalk of the national mall. Like that is, it is a vile, I was astounded at how bad that they just out of place and just terrible. That team looked like Jay Gruden is done. Jay Gruden clearly doesn't give a fuck anymore. And Mm -hmm. honestly, why should he, I was reading an interesting article on Deadspin uh, yesterday I think that was more or less about Jay Gruden and how he's basically a dead man walking. And we've seen this before with the skins with like Jim Zorn, especially yep. where you could, you, you were, you were watching him and you're just like, he's gone. It doesn't matter. He's gone. 
But the article brought up the interesting point is you you never see NFL coaches quit. They have to get fired. Yeah. Even when it's clear that they don't want to be there anymore and that things are going south, they never quit. And it's kind of odd. Mm-hmm. There's... Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I don't want well, to do... I, I think it's because you just get paid so much and there are so many protections in your contract, right, that you don't want... If you quit, you lose them, generally. Mm-hmm. You know? The, so the it's only... just do your yeah. job bad. Do your job bad. Do your easy job poorly until someone fires you if you want to get out. I like, And we've yeah. seen that happen. It's the only thing that makes sense and it makes perfect sense to me, at least. Yeah. it's The, the only way you could really quit in the NFL is if you basically pull a Bruce Arians and you retire yeah. for a season. Yes. Where you're like, or Gary Kubiak, where you're just like, I I need to take a break. This is not good for me. I'm going to step down. Right. That That is effectively quitting. Or you could do what Doug Marone did several years ago with Buffalo, where he found a little loophole in his contract that allowed him to go, nah, and uh-huh. skip town without losing any cash, uh-huh. which was hilarious at the time. Jay Gruden is basically a dead man walking. Uh, Case Keenum got hurt. They put in Dwayne Haskins. And coming from a man who uh, wanted Dwayne Haskins in the draft, I'm suddenly kind of glad we didn't draft him. Not that this was Mm -hmm. an ideal situation for him to get in, but it really wasn't that bad. Because, again, the Giants' pass defense especially is trash. At least has been trash until this past week when they looked really good all of a sudden haskins does not look ready for the nfl yet not quite yeah no he looks like he needs to sit for a a season at least probably learn behind alex smith in that case keenum he just looked lost and there was there was one play where he held onto the ball for like 10 seconds and the giants who have no pass rush still got a sack on him because he did not, he clearly just did not know what to do with the ball. And then when they showed the replay, there were like four guys open, like wide open. One dude, one dude had a touchdown mm-hmm. if he just threw the ball. So he's just not ready. He's not ready to process it. He's not ready to get in there. It's just, it's a bad situation for him for sure, because he's not going to have like. This season's a wash for the Skins now. Yeah. This season it's lost. They're 0-4. They're one of the worst teams in the league. There's nothing There's nothing there for them. You're just going to, like, the guy is going to get fired. What do you have left to do? Like, contract the Redskins. The Redskins are terrible, mm-hmm. and nobody should pay attention to them. And I feel bad for the remaining fans. I again, I every time we talk about the Redskins and how they suck and and their bleeding players and staff, it really I, I gotta assume no one wants to pl- unless they're winning. No one wants to play for or coach for Dan Snyder. I really think this this has to come from the top. It's got to be a horrific organization after, to work for. Yeah, after like twenty years of ownership, he's the only constant. Yeah, it's he's the problem. There's there's no other way about it. No, we're no not. I mean, and get in there. He's the problem. We're not. We're also not like breaking any ground saying this. This is no. No. Everybody this is no nationwide except him, especially in the D.C. area. Like even the D.C. sports radio people, everyone fucking hates him. He's got to fucking go. Ugh. 
Fuck Dan Snyder. But anyway, Danny Dimes rules. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't have the yeah. best game, but it doesn't matter because he rules and he's two and zero. Giants are essentially undefeated. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way I'm seeing it. Yep. Danny Dimes, he's undefeated. Uh, Chiefs Lions. This this game, what this game told me is that the Lions are legit. Lions are Lions are good. They're in specifically this told this told me about their defense. I mean, yeah, you, you you can say that when you know the Chiefs hang thirty four on you. It's weird to it's weird to say. For one thing, the Chiefs only hung what twenty seven. Like part of that was a defensive score. Yes, on, yes, like, like a like a freak defensive score. One of the funniest you'll see all year, mm-hmm. where the ball just kind of like rolls out of the pile, and one guy picks it up and runs it all the way back, just and untouched. We're rightfully like, okay, maybe we'll let him go and then check the replay. No, this is a fumble and recovery, like. That ruled ended up in the difference in the game, but the yeah. Lions, the Lions fought the Chiefs real hard. They held Mahomes to no touchdown passes, and like the Chiefs are one of the best teams in the league. To k- take them down to the wire like that, I was watching the Lions and I was legitimately impressed. Yeah, they forced a lot. Like there were a ton of fumbles, interceptions, like turnovers in this game on on both sides, but. They they didn't seem fluky. The ones that the Lions forced were almost like all peanut punches, right? Like there yeah. was there was a ton of that shit going on, and yeah, I don't know, man. The Lions the Lions look good. Lions good. I'm I'm ready to say it. Lions good. Lions are good. I I'm sorry for doubting you, Matt Patricia. You've got your team playing well. You've got mm-hmm. everyone disciplined. I'm impressed. I'm excited to see the Lions this year. Titans and Falcons. Uh, I guess that's. I guess what this game told me is that the Titans are officially mediocre and the Falcons are officially trash. Yeah, I'm Matt. Matt Ryan ain't right. Um, He's not right. That, there, there's that, something wrong with Matt Ryan. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. It's just ugly. Browns Ravens. That yeah, was very very interesting. This game came out of nowhere because I think we all, even with the Browns being a clearly better team than previous seasons i don't think anyone expected this yeah i mean we all i think we all expected the ravens to be better than this speaking well speaking of defenses you know we we were talking about the the chiefs and then the ravens is the scariest defenses or offenses in the league and the browns just completely bottling them up for a while yeah, the Browns held those Ravens down very well while exhibiting a ground game, one of the worst Un- ground defenses the Ravens have ever given up in their yeah, history. Nick unreal. Chubb destroyed them. Unfucking believable. Like, like this is the game. This is the Browns that the hype was saying they would be. Like, yeah, before yeah, the season, yeah. This is this is the hyped Browns that everybody was excited that we could see this is the team that we were kind of hoping to see like hey we want to see a change this team's got the potential even with obj bottled up the entire time like, right didn't do shit that no game. no 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 the rest the rest of the browns came through they looked fantastic so the browns after a terrible week one a obvious week two where they beat up a garbage piece of shit jets uh-huh. uh f- gritting out a close loss to the rams and then butchering the surprise yeah surprisingly butchering the ravens the browns they are still competitors and this like hey 
in the fight for the division, this was it huge. suddenly got a lot more interesting. This like, is huge. The Ravens, we after those first three weeks, I think everybody would have expected the Ravens to run away with it. Now all of a sudden, the Ravens have questions. Yeah. And the Browns look legitimately like they could compete for the division, and it's this game ruled. I was gonna ask you about that actually, about how how like if you're a Ravens fan, like how worried would you be? I. I think this week might have been a bit of a gut punch because even like see last that week, that's they, that's my reaction to, too. They lost to the Chiefs, which I don't think any of the Ravens fans were terribly surprised by, especially no. since they lost in a close. Yeah, it was a close game. game. Yeah, like like that's the kind of game you come out of still feeling very confident in your team. Exactly. Yeah. But then you look back at the previous uh, games that they've played before that, and they beat up on the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and they beat up on the dolphins yeah all of a sudden you got you have a question of it maybe this team isn't as good as we originally thought right maybe maybe the ravens have some defensive problems it's not you don't expect nick like nick chubb's good but nick yeah he can't he can't do all the work single-handedly destroying an entire defense good Mm -hmm. so this this has suddenly put the Ravens in a situation where you're like, now I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I think this Ravens team went from looking like a like a 12-win team to like a 10-win team. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe even less. Like, there's suddenly major questions here. And mm-hmm. I'm suddenly way more excited about the Browns after those first couple weeks. I'm like, hey, you know. Maybe we can still see this Browns team we've all wanted to see. I'm I'm hoping that this isn't a, you know, Chip Kelly Eagles type thing happening with the Ravens where people just now are gonna figure it out. Um I don't I don't think it's gonna be that case because generally the Ravens offense really does look good and it's not gimmicky. Really. Mm-hmm. It's just like it it's stacked and that's why it's good. Um, we also got to keep in mind that the Browns defensive line is real good. They, yeah. They that's some, the other thing, right? They yeah. Got some hella good pass rushers. And I don't think the Ravens offensive line is a strength. No. So this may have, this may have just been a very bad matchup for the Ravens. To be yeah. Maybe. I think, I think Moving, next week will tell us a lot about yeah, the Ravens. We're going to learn some more about the Ravens, but it's all of a sudden the Ravens don't look like the contend, like, championship contender that they looked like for the first three weeks yeah raiders colts didn't really tell me anything both of these teams are mediocre they will occasionally win and occasionally lose i feel like the colts have done the opposite of what i've expected them to every single week so far Uh Uh every time i think they're gonna win they lose and every time i think they're gonna lose they win so i don't give a fuck about either of these teams neither of them look interesting enough to pay attention to this season right Patriots, Bills. God bless the Bills for putting up that good of a fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was disappointed. Obviously, I was disappointed when they lost. But holy shit, man. The Bills. Let's go, Bills. the Bills. I The Bills are better than I also gave them credit yep. for. The Bills, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, they have Matt Barkley in at quarterback now because Josh Allen got his uh, shit fucked. That's the thing, but, Josh. You like like Josh Allen stays in that game. We might be having a different conversation today, right? Yeah, but that's also the thing. Like he was playing like ass before he got hurt. So yeah, it's the one thing we have to give credit to is the Patriots' defense is legitimately great this year. Like mm-hmm. their offense hasn't been inspiring, but their defense has been the like if the Patriots go all the way this year, it's 
actually going to be because of their defense it's more true. than their offense for the first time yeah. probably since like 2003. Mm-hmm. The, their defense is legitimately great, especially their secondary. Right. So they got some hella good linebackers and some hella good secondary players, and it's frightening, and I hate it. Yep. Panthers, Texans. Uh, I don't know if this game told me anything. The Texans still – it feels like the Texans should always be better than they actually are. Yeah. The Texans yeah, are they're, always they're just like, like – stuck. They're so close to, you know, breaking through and looking like this really good team, but they just can't fucking do it. And mm-hmm. the Panthers are in odd year bullshit. So they're just winning games that they feel it feels like they shouldn't be winning. Like Kyle Allen, right. he's back up. He's apparently been sacked five times and lost a fumble every single time he was sacked. Like <laughs> that's insane stat. He's been sacked five times and yeah. lost five fumbles. That's hilarious and they're still Wild. winning these football games it odd year panther bullshit that's all it is i don't know what to expect out of mm-hmm. either of these teams i guess we just have to keep watching and see what happens for one thing the afc south is wide open and so is the yeah. AFC south so really who knows chargers dolphins that went exactly as expected hey know. but the dolphins scored their first touchdown of the year they did finally for- happened for like two minutes of game time, the Dolphins were ahead. Yes. Yep. I didn't think it was legal, but they were they were technically leading for a few minutes of game time. Mm-hmm. They're improving every week. Well. At this rate, they might beat the Redskins. Oh, boy. Wouldn't that fucking be a thing if the Dolphins screwed themselves out of a pick by... Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Oh, boy. Buccaneers Rams. This was a hell of a thing, like fifty yeah, to forty. Uh, fuck, what like, a, fuck that, man. Fuck what, that. Fuck this whole game. What the fuck is this this football game? Because like, the all right. So the Buccaneers offense clearly has potential to be great. It's there. Uh, Jameis played like a superstar, and fuck, fuck that shit. The Rams have problems. I think that's what this game told me yeah. more than. Like the buck, like games like this happen every once in a while. A team will just freakishly do really well. Uh, the Buccaneers' defensive line is legit. Like Sue and Shaq Barrett have completely just bolstered that line, and their defensive line is legitimately scary now. The Rams are the Rams got problems. I'm not Todd Gurley. He's dead. Mm-hmm. We, I think we can officially mm-hmm. say that Todd Gurley's career is probably over at this point. He's for everything they say about him being better, him being okay, like his name's going to he'll be no. It, I think we saw peak Todd Gurley last year. I think yeah. that's it. Todd Gurley Which is sucks. Like, He's still so fucking young. Like he is. I, I mean, what do you do? Do you do you like try and rehab it for like a year and see what else happens or what? Like I don't fucking know. I mean, if I was him, I I got paid a mega contract i would try and take like this year off yeah and just try and rehab it as much as possible try and deal with it and get a sense and maybe come back next year and see what you can do give it your all and if you're still fucked up just call it a career because really yeah yeah and and like well maybe now is the time where you're like uh, uh, yeah like you're you're like okay i gotta like I got to now start planning financially mm-hmm. for like, what if I have played 
like my last superstar caliber game of football, yeah. right? Seahawks, Cardinals. This game didn't really tell me anything. The Cardinals, it's like picking a quarterback and drafting a new coach doesn't suddenly turn everything around immediately. The yeah. Cardinals were a depleted shit team before this year, and now they're still a depleted shit team but they have a quarterback that occasionally does funny Russell Wilson things, but he's not uh-huh. as good as Russell Wilson at it yet. So it's, it's, this is like the first time since like 1974 that two quarterbacks less than six feet tall have met and played each other. So that was a thing. This game didn't really tell me anything. No. Vikings, Bears, uh, the Vikings are <sighs> offense is dysfunctional. And I think St- it obviously starts with Kirk. Yeah, oh, absolutely. The Bears' defense is also incredibly good. Like, we yeah. can't, we cannot yeah. discredit the Bears' defense. I feel like every week the national media is like, well, what's wrong with the offense here? Yeah, the the problem with the offense is they just played the Bears' defense, and the Bears' defense well, is incredible. True. At the at the same time, though, there there are, I don't want to, I don't want to give the Vikings a pass because. No, there's problems here. And, and it's and it's Kirk Cousins. I it's, you know it's Kirk Cousins. He's not do, giving do you the see? ball to Diggs. Uh, Diggs. Uh, yeah, he wants out. Wants out. He wants out. He is the he is the first person who, when questioned about like rumors mid season that you want out, was like, yeah, they're all true. And yeah. It's just so fucking refreshing to mm-hmm. to see it, man. I hope he I hope he gets on another team and and really. I hope kind he of... gets on another team that isn't the Patriots. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, the Patriots might be on, and it's like, please, no. Just yeah. fuck off, Patriots. Just go the fuck away. Go Just go to shit. Do, do, do a fun thing. Go to a division rival. Go to, like, go to the Packers, Bears, or Lions, right? That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting if you just suddenly— Lions could use them. Lions, could, Lions use could fucking use them. Yeah, get get digs in the Lions. Get digs somewhere interesting. Adam Thielen's unhappy. Kirk Cousins looks like shit. This yeah. team's got some issues. They're going to play the Giants' defense this week, so we're going to see what it looks like when Kirk has time. This may be the kind of week that solves their problems, but we yeah, maybe an, even even if they lose, maybe that's a weird tune-up game in yeah. a way. Mm-hmm. Um, just to have more time in the pocket. I, I think I don't next fucking week know. against the Giants, this weekend against the Giants, is going to tell us a hell of a lot about the Vikings' offense moving forward. I buy that. I buy that a hundred percent. Jaguars, Broncos. Holy shit, the Broncos, man! I gotta say, I yeah. thought Vic Fangio was going to be a great hire. Like I was mm-hmm. pissed when the Broncos took him because I don't like John Elway and I don't want him to have nice things. And I don't no. want the Broncos to do well as long as he's happy. I thought Vic Vangio was a great hire because I've been following that. He's been a great fucking defensive coordinator for a long time. I thought this was kind of like a Mike Zimmer situation where he was well overdue for a head coaching job. But now I'm wondering if he's just John Fox, the Broncos cannot close a game out and they are kind of a mess their defense is not nearly as good as they should be their offense can put up some points and then sputter and they just gave up an incredible comeback to the gardener show yeah yeah has become everybody's favorite it's not gonna last because it can't i mean i hope it does i hope it does i let me be clear like i really hope it does but shit like this 
Shit like this never lasts. I mean, remember, remember fucking, we go through this with Ryan Fitzpatrick every, every odd year. And like, I think that that's done now, but you know, this shit happens and, Mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting to see the Jaguars for the rest of the year though, because at least while it lasts, it will be entertaining. Right. It's It's hard to hate Gardner Minshew. Although I agree. I think it was Barry Pacheski on Twitter said, Gardner Minshew seems like the kind of guy who I will like more the less I know about him. Uh-huh. And I get uh-huh. that vibe, too. I'm like, all right, this dude is hilarious, Mimi, but I feel like if I learn more about his personal, his personal life, I'm probably going to find some areas that I'm a little bit unsure about. So I want, yeah, I want, I want to learn, I want to learn about Gardner Minshew, like one tweet at a time spaced a day apart, right? Or spaced two days apart, right? That is all I want to know. That's all I want. Cowboys Saints. Cowboys aren't as good as they originally looked. That was great. This was, yeah, that's, that that made me happy. The joke was that, um, they hadn't faced a real team yet, which I mean, they've played the Dolphins the Giants and the Skins. That's a valid criticism of Uh of the Cowboys up to this point. So everybody was like, well, this is going to be their first true test. Even without Drew Brees, they're still going into the Superdome. They're still playing a good team in the Saints. How would they respond? The answer was not well. Nope. They scored 10 points and lost to a team that only kicked field goals. That's that's always that's always a, a a fucking kick in the crotch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other team can't even get into the end zone, and they still beat you. That's embarrassing. Like that's that's straight up embarrassing. They kicked four field goals, and you lost. That's that's embarrassing. So the Cowboys took a gut punch this week, which cool. I'm okay. Yeah, with that. good, very good. I'm, I am more than okay with that. Um, Bengals, Steelers, I guess, I guess this told me that the Bengals are, I was giving them too much credit. Yeah, same. We, we both, I mean, we both absolutely did the, this did team that is same thing. kind Fell of that trap. in, in hell. The Steelers mm-hmm. are, they still have some talent on that team. They're not there. I don't think they're good. I just think the Bengals are worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. You put the Steelers up against the Ravens or the Browns right now, and I think both of those teams beat them. But mm-hmm. the Bengals yeah. are shit. The Bengals are incredibly bad. They're about as bad as Skyline Chili. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had Skyline Chili? I Yeah, I have. I had there... it after a long day of driving. Oh, my f- dude, no. <laughs> my, friend was, my friend from Cincinnati was putting me up for the night as I was moving across the country at, at Portland. And I drove down to Cincinnati and it was just like, all right, you're here. You're in Cincinnati. I don't know when you're going to come back. You got to at least try it. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. Like this is a cultural thing. I don't know if I'm ever going to come back to Cincinnati for any reason. So sure. I'll do this thing that I've heard people talk about. And he's a born and bred Cincinnatian. So he likes it. Yeah. Yeah. I had it. I was like, uh, uh. I, I, I told him it was okay because he was being so sure. nice to me and putting me up for the night. And I wasn't going to break his heart, but it wasn't good. 
It was mm-hmm. it was like watery cinnamon chili. Yeah, the, it's it, it's not. So to me, it's not but like skyline chili isn't chili as much as it is because because the only way you can eat it and really have an okay time is if you get it uh if you do it five ways which is um you do the chili uh and the chili is on top of uh spaghetti which is usually cold for some reason that no one knows i don't understand that uh, and then you do uh, chopped onions and cheddar cheese and then I think green onions on top or something. And the only way it works is if you think that you are eating a dish that is like it's spaghetti and pumpkin spiced meat sauce, right? Because yeah, it doesn't it, it is. It's not really chili. It's it's spaghetti with meat sauce on it. And the meat yeah, sauce yeah. tastes weird. That's yeah. basically what it is. That's and, and that's why I honestly that's why I don't hate it that much is like is it is a I don't it is think not really I, like it has a reputation as like the worst fast food local fast food in the country. It's not. It, it, it can't I, be. I didn't think it was that bad. I went in yeah. with an open mind. I didn't like it, but I didn't think it was this horrible atrocity. It was just I, kind of bad. And I think that's that, most fast food. Most fast food is kind of bad. I think that a lot of the reason that Cincinnati gets so much hate is one, it's it's easy to dump on Midwestern regional foods, right? It's it, you know, it's so fucking easy. Yeah. Two, the way it looks, it looks horrific. Like no matter how good it is, it looks like a plate of watery diarrhea, which is like saying something when you're comparing it to other chilies that look like like less runny diarrhea. Well, I think the problem is it's on top of spaghetti. Yeah. And that, well, and then you put a big like pile of fucking shit ton of cheese on top, Mm -hmm. right? Like a a full bag of shredded craft cheese, like cheddar cheese on top. It is a hilarious looking dish that does not look all that appetizing. Right. Uh, Did you see their, um, St. Patrick's Day noodles, which were green. Oh, like, God. Like, if you think normal Skyline chili looks gross, on top of the green noodles, I I kind of vomited just looking at the picture on Twitter. It was vile. But I kind of respect them because they probably knew that shit. Oh, yeah. They're just leaning into it, and I, I do kind of respect it. That they're like, hey, we're this local thing. The people here like it. We're going to roll with it. We're going to be our own thing. I respect, I res, I have more respect for Skyline Chili than maybe I should. It's, it's kind of, it, again, to, to take it to an extreme, it's kind of like Malort, except if yeah, Malort that, that tasted okay. I can, I can see you that, know? Com- I yeah, can it's, see it's, that it's, comparison. That, that sort of local cultural thing that yeah, everyone exactly. kind of loves and respects. Even though they acknowledge that it's not particularly good, it's just part right. of the local culture, and right. you can't you can't take that away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we've kind of ended our week four discussion on food, maybe we should get into this fight that we've. Decided. Yeah, let's do it. So Sam let's had a a food take on Twitter a few weeks ago about a certain particular breakfast item, or just like breakfast treat. Yes. Kind of thing like Breakfast that. Breakfast pastry. I 
very much disagreed with his take and mm. so did some other people but it was it was a it was a deliberate hot take it was there to it provoke was. yes it was it was it was bait i yeah 100 percent. it was 100 percent bait but i took it because i very much disagreed and we decided well maybe we should rank breakfast pastry treats breakfast kind of things just to see like well, what are the, what are the best? Because I started sending him, I sent him like a picture of me eating the thing he hated. Yeah, like, mm, yeah, it's delicious. So we've decided to do a very off-season thing right here in the middle of the season, and rank breakfast things. Uh, I went off entirely off Sam's list. Sam did his list first, so I just yep. took everything he did and rearranged it in the order I want. I I wonder a few of uh, some of these things are very different from the others in terms of like their sit down full breakfasts to me. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, I just like, I kind of, I wanted to cast a wider net. Right. So we have a very large variety of things here. There's obviously some other things that you'll probably think of that we're missing, but we have 19 items here. They're the same items on both lists. And I got to say, when I saw Sam's list, I basically flipped it. Damn. Oh. All right. <laughs> so Sam's opinion on breakfast treats are very different from mine, but I am curious to hear your arguments for each. So I this think just this just yo this just means we got to go out for brunch together. That's it. That that'll be great because we'll get completely different things. We won't. Yeah, that's each the thing. Toes. Oh, actually, mine is mine is twenty. I I I miscounted. My list has. Uh, twenty shit, twenty one. Oh my god, I'm Five, six, I I went eight. ham. Anyway, do you want me to do mine first and then you do yours? I feel like it makes more sense, unless we want to uh switch off and then both get to our least favorite ones together. I think we should do our top three and our bottom three, like back and forth. But then Got we can it. kind yep. of run down the middle because that's the sure. kind of area where it, it doesn't really need a whole lot of debate and explanation because they're all kind of just kind of in the middle. So gotcha. what is your favorite one and why? Uh, I love crumb cake a ton. Crumb cake or coffee cake, whatever you want to call it. It's that it's cake, except it's got those little things of like, I think it's just like butter, flour and sugar on top you bite into and they like crumble in your mouth and they're sugary and delicious and good and the reason i like it so much is because first of all it keeps like you can get this you can get a crumb cake at like starbucks or whatever and it will be like similarly good as if you got it at a really really like it's not going to be that much worse right the the floor of like flavor like a bad crumb cake still tastes pretty damn good. And that's that's kind of uh, going to be a through line with all this because when you're doing like when you're getting a breakfast pastry, especially if it's like a grab and go thing, uh, you got to like that's got to be a consideration, right? You're you're not always going to have the luxury of choice of where you get these things. That's, you know? That's fair. Uh I had for comparison's sake, I had crumb cake at seventeen. Okay, I'm so so not a low, fan pretty of low crumb cake. One because it goes everywhere. That's I see. I get that. I get that. I I cannot. You know, 
that that is a fair point. Crumb and cake, I will see like, it, to you. it feels like all I want to do is just eat the top where all the good crumbs yeah. are, and yes. then the rest yes. I just kind of want to chuck it because uh-huh. it's just cake, and I don't like cake to begin with. Uh huh. So I'm not I am not impressed by crumb cake, but I do respect your Valid idea criticism. that it's like hey. No matter where you go, you can kind of reliably know what it's going to taste like. Exactly. Yep. My my number one out of everything was the old-fashioned donut. Ah, oh, they're so fucking good. The, they're so and fucking I'm good. I'm thinking specifically, like, it's, it's like the thick, heavy, like, cake donut, and it's got, like, the cuts in it. Yep. Yep. Around the sides. Unglazed, craggy. Yep. You, you stick, like glaze or anything or just like that in general that heavy thick cake donut is what i am going for every single time i go in a donut shop if i see it if somebody brings in donuts to the office that's the one i'm grabbing those those thick heavy donuts are the best donuts i yep i think we don't really have it on here we kind of have donuts that are filled and donuts that are glazed yeah on here but we don't really specify Krispy Kreme donuts, I yeah, don't like, like cake it. versus I, yeasted donuts. Yep, I don't like yeast donuts. They're too airy. You bite in them and they just kind of deflate. Like I know I want my donuts to be substantial, heavy, and just like feel good. And I, I feel like I, I get that. Mm, I like them. I like them. What's your second favorite? Ah, cinnamon buns. Cinnamon buns, or I think I'll put sweet buns in here too. Like those, like pecan buns. With the with the different glaze on top, they're just so fuck cinnamon. I don't, I don't even need to really explain it. Cinnamon buns are fucking delicious. They get dinged a little bit because bad dry cinnamon buns are are like not not great. But even still, like a stale cinnamon bun, I will I will fuck with a stale cinnamon bun because it's just it's the same thing, except it's crunchy and the glaze on top now has the like is is crunchy as well. And I like it so there you go i will refrain from my take on cinnamon buns until a little bit huh. further down until but... until until we get to your bottom three huh all right all right <laughs> yes um but my second is going to be the one that pissed sam off and i think it's scones sure i think scones sure. are delightful and i think i like them for all the reasons sam hates them which i like that they're thick and heavy and kind of dry and i find it very satisfying to get like a triangular scone and you kind of like lightly chomp off the side you don't really have to you don't have to really bite it you don't really have to I'll give snap you that. it off but it just kind of pops off in your it mouth crumbles yep and it crumbles when it's in there it's it's delicious i find the texture perfect it's just like it's the right level of dry i like things a little bit drier than you might but mm-hmm. you, you get like a scone with like some tea, uh, a blueberry scone is fucking heaven. Like mm-hmm. I will take a blueberry scone over most breakfast things. Like you, you stick a blueberry muffin next to me and a blueberry scone. I'm grabbing the scone every time. I just really love scones. They're mm-hmm. they're delicious. So it's fair. It's we've we've already argued about this on twitter it's it's not really that i can try and argue tell you like what it is about it that changes you because honestly i i feel like everything i like about it is everything that annoys you about it 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there's there's another the big thing that I'll opinion. bring up that like yeah. that's true. The, there's one there's one like specific like hard data thing that I can point to on scones that continues to fucking frustrate me to no end, even even when I have a good one. Um, that I'll bring up when when we get to it. Um, but yeah. Also, I'm like looking at this list, and I might have to do some some like rearranging rearranging on the fly i fucking love well yeah wh- whatever um all right so my number three is an un like an unfilled croissant just classic flaky i think that my, my thing is that when you add especially like chocolate croissants um the ones that kind of look like they're kind of like cylinder shaped yeah it's not as they're just not as airy they're a little like they're like flat and kind of chewier um which isn't like i i don't know i just really like the crackly buttery airy thing of a croissant it's fucking delicious and i love them very much i i have croissant a little bit uh like towards the bottom of the 10 and Uh i agree with you it's just like they are the best when they're just a croissant they're just the flaky buttery croissant there's nothing on them there's nothing in them yeah even almonds are a little much right like like if i want a croissant i want a plain flaky croissant that's all i want mm -hmm. it's that is that is really good i'm good it's not in my top three but i i will agree with your take that is the best form of the croissant Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my my number three is this is one of those things where it was on the list so i went with it but it might not belong technically on this list of like breakfast treats and it's french toast i fucking love french toast french toast is delicious it's so good french toast i think is oh god i i put fucking sweet bun at four like some sort of idiot yeah and 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 i don't know why i did that i'm just gonna go ahead and on the fly delete that off my list um and i don't know what the jesus like what am I doing here? Because yes, French French toast is way high up on my list as well. It's fucking French toast is the best toast. And if if you stick pancakes, mm. waffles, and French toast in front of me, French toast every time. Something mm-hmm. something about French toast is just so good. It's so it, it's good. it's so simple too. It's it's generally like better for you somehow than waffles or pancakes too like it it doesn't taste like it's better for you it tastes like it's the worst but yeah it's It's just it's bread and an egg you dip a bread in an egg with some spices maybe and then like that's your thing i mean obviously you will fuck it up by putting butter syrup like it's yeah it's divine i fucking love french toast and it's fucking great guy who literally has belgian waffles at four yeah that's fair that's super fair um all right. Do you want me to just run through four through seventeen, real quick? Uh, run through four through ten. Go through four. Through okay. 10, cool. Yeah. Sweet. Take a perfect brief pause. Um, I got strudel at number four just because I fucking love apple strudel. That's that's the thing. I I just I love it. I you know it's fine. Uh, number five, French toast. I don't need to tell you mm-hmm. much about that. Uh, I put toaster strudel like the the brand at number six. Because it is, like, if filled croissants had that kind of texture, we'd have a different conversation. Somehow, 
the mad geniuses at the Toaster Strudel Corporation were able to get like the weird airy flaky lamination thing in a toaster pastry and i am always impressed by that um i got uh pancakes at number seven just because i i prefer fluffy to crispy generally um and then i got belgian waffles at eight uh it's kind of a dead heat there because you then you have both the crispy and the fluffy Mm. um uh, you know, that that's generally something that's depending on the day uh, it changes. Number nine, and I'm, I'm, I, I think I know why I put old fashioned craggy donuts here. And I think it's because again of like a bad or a stale donut is not great. Like there's a, there's a pretty big range between getting an old fashioned donut, uh, even at like Dunkin' Donuts, uh, and getting one at like a, oh super fancy boutique spot where it does have that like cut down the middle all around the ring and it's super craggy right uh the difference between getting that one and getting a like one of the donuts old-fashioned donuts that are just smooth uh the whole way around it's pretty big to me uh and then at number 10 i got a filled croissant because yeah they're not as good but they're still pretty good all right that's 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 fair I want to round out my. I'll go through four as I mentioned before. Waffle Belgian waffles. I, yeah. I, I think waffles are great. They got little syrup and butter traps in them. I love mm-hmm. them. They're great. Uh, five. I actually have a fondness for cheese danishes. I find sure them flaky and tasty. I like the. I love the filling. I when I was a kid in this daycare I used to be in, they used to have like these little Danish treats once a week for us, and I just. I have fond memories of them, and I've always enjoyed them. The, the texture works for me. It's kind of like croissanty on the outside and deliciously creamy in the middle. I love them. I, so I, I, I get that. I, I just can't do them for whatever reason. I think it's the, the taste. There's a weird tang to them that just like I don't like. That combined with the fact that they're so heavy, it, it like because there's something in there that's not immediately like super tasty to me, I just kind of check out, you know? That's fair. That's fair. Six. Uh, this is the muffin, which is an extremely versatile breakfast treat. Uh-huh. You can get uh-huh. so many muffins. Like honestly, if we're just ranking straight up muffins, like, like lemon poppy seed muffins. With oh, some they're butter, so fucking good. Are yeah. so good. Lemon poppy seed muffins are the best muffin. I will go with blueberry. Quick after that, blueberry Number muffins two. are delicious. Yeah. But even after that, agreed. Just like, muffins of any kind i've always just enjoyed them they may not be my first choice but they're always solid and i kind of like them for the same reasons that you're big on crumb cakes is that even sure even a bad muffin is still kind of good because muffins are just fun i just i i I, I agree with everything you're saying even though muffins are way down on my list and it's for one reason that we will get to and it's it's a personal thing and it's completely subjective and it has nothing to do with the way they taste so you know that my list i know a muffin killed your mother we yeah it's true Um, after after Number seven, I have strudel, which I I just think I think we both have strudel fairly high, so yeah, I think yeah. we're in agreement there. It's just tasty. Uh, yeah, they're just and fucking good. Nine, I 
they're, they were technically different things on your list, so they're different on mine, but mm-hmm. it's very context-dependent, and that is Pop-Tart glazed and Pop-Tart unglazed. Yeah, that's, yep, yep, the yep. Problem, the problem here you. is um, there are certain unglazed flavors that I will absolutely eat before glazed flavors, even though I technically put glazed above it. I think the best Pop-Tart is glazed strawberry. That is my favorite yeah. Pop-Tart. Yeah, I think I don't think that's... I don't, I don't think like any of the Pop-Tart flavors that aren't fruit. I know a lot of people love the cinnamon one. The brown sugar one, yeah. I, I would eat I can get an with that un, one. unglazed strawberry, unglazed fruit Pop-Tart before I ate that one. I just don't like the non-fruit flavor Pop-Tarts. It's I, I really thing. can't get with the s'mores ones, though. Like, th- that's the I just can't do if it. If you eat those for, like, dessert, they work better. Yeah, yeah, probably. In, in, in the imagine. morning, they're too much. Like, if you eat a s'mores mm-hmm. Pop-Tart in the morning, you feel bad. You feel mad at yourself for being this low and disgusting. It's just, it doesn't make you feel good about life to eat a s'mores mm-hmm. Pop-Tart early in the morning. Number 10, I have a filled donut. I have a weakness for filled donuts, as you might tell just from cheese danishes. I like some filled pastries. Not not croissants, but f- some filled pastries. I like I like cream donuts. I like jelly donuts. I, I do. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. just me. I got you. I guess um, now we can go from 11 to the... 11 to... to, to uh, but it, whatever yeah. before the last three are yeah so 11 i have glazed donuts generally um and i think I, the the reason that it gets a bump over filled donuts for me is i've also included and maybe this is cheating but i've included like elephant ears and like apple fritters and bear claws in there and the specific inclusion of apple frit apple fritters really bumps this one up for me because they're delicious um number 12 i've got crepes uh, I like I like crepes, but bad crepes are bad and and gummy. Uh, the the nice thing though about crepes is that they are very literally a blank canvas. Uh, there was a crepe shop uh, at like somehow at the food court at my college. Um, Damn, that's lucky. And I know, and in between like three and five every day, they would do like a crepe happy hour where it was dollar crepes. So like the play is you would like go go to the food court after class and you would just grab one uh and they had both like savory and sweet ones i remember there was one they made with like grand marnier and i was like i'm getting drunk uh (laughs) because i was stupid uh and still am but anyway uh the crepes hold a a fairly special place in my dirtbag heart um uh number 13 i've got waffles just normal normal type waffles uh, they're good I, I, I like me some egos i like me some normal non-belgian waffles um you know obviously they're better if you have like a fucking waffle iron or, or whatever you're at the continental breakfast and they give you the fucking thing that you can turn yourself that's always the best um but i don't know waffle waffles are great because they are they are a again a a base to like put all this shit on right like the scoop ice cream bunch of maple syrup fucking live your life put sprinkles on there it's great um filled donuts i've got at 14 i like them fine they they can just get like again it's like 
I struggle with a lot of overly heavy and sweet foods. It's why, like, if we do a Halloween candy ranking later, it's why, like, I can't get with Reese's Cups as much as a bunch of other people can. Because it's like, I will have, like, one one full one, and then I'll be like, okay, I'm done. I don't want any more, right? And then there's yeah. this whole other one that's going to melt. It's just kind of the way it is. Um, at 15, I've got Pop-Tarts. They're good. They're good. Or glazed Pop-Tarts. They're good. Uh, I've got English Muffins at 16. Uh, they're fine. Uh, some of them have this weird, like, I, I, I never liked Thomas's English Muffins. They ha- had a weird, like, off taste to me, uh, as a kid. And we used to eat them, like, all the time. Um... I don't know why it, it got to me, but it, it really did. Uh, but slather them with butter, they're good. And I've got uh, unglazed Pop-Tarts at 17. Pretty much went over that already with you about how I'm not a huge fan of, like, the s'mores ones. I can kind of get with the brown sugar ones. But, like, it's the thing is, like, these are all good. Even Even the ones I hate, like, are good. And I will eat them if they are offered to me. Right? It's It's like the... <laughs> The rain, there is no getting hit by a bus on this list, right? So, like, even even at 17, unglazed Pop-Tarts, I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. As long as it's not s'mores. Although, even if it is s'mores, then maybe. Okay. Is that is that it? Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry. Okay, so b- before we get to our my bottom three, I've got at 11, un- unfilled croissants, which we already went over. Yep. Um, then I have crepes, which I like just above pancakes because i just think they're a little bit more versatile sure pan pan crepes are basically pancakes but thinner and you can fill them with whatever the fuck you want you can fill them with nice overly sweet blueberries and Mm. fruits and stuff like that or you can throw bacon and eggs and avocado in there they're very very Ah, versatile pancakes are fine waffles normal waffles they're fine uh then i would have filled croissants at 15, which, you know, they're just croissants, but worse. Mm-hmm. 17, or I mean, 16, I have donut glazed where, and then where all the elephant ears, fritters, and Blair Claws go. I'm not a big fan of that sort of fried Fried stuff. glazed, I'm yeah. Like, like, if I was counting fritters, apple fritters alone, that would be higher. But, like the way you grouped it i'm like no i do not like elephant ears i don't like bear claws i'm not a big fan of just like glazed yeast donuts they're just yeah i don't i don't like the texture that much it feels like i'm eating something a little too dry mm-hmm. not i'm just not a fan and then i would have crumb cake after that which again we already went over yeah we, we talked about that the top I, of the I crumb cake that. is good and then it goes everywhere. All the little crumbs go all over the places, and it's kind of bland. And then toaster strudel I have after that. Toaster strudel, I remember seeing the commercials for that and being like, that's just a wannabe-ass Pop-Tart. And then I had one. I'm like, that's just a wannabe-ass Pop-Tart. That's <laughs> fair. I'm not a fan of toaster strudels. I do not agree with you on that front at all. Okay. Okay. Bottom three. Yeah, okay. So uh, at number 18, I've got muffins. I, I, I fuck with lemon poppy seed muffins. I fuck with blueberry muffins. I love them very much. But y'all, 
I hate... So it's the branding around muffins and the fact that no one, like, that no one is brave enough to, when you are ordering a muffin, realize that you are ordering cake. You are ordering a a cake, a cupcake that is bigger than a cupcake. That is literally what muffins are. They're moist, delicious cakes. And that is literally the only reason it is third down on the list is because, like, you've I've had, like, office interactions with people that, that are like, I'm having, like, a donut because someone brought donuts in and they're having a muffin and they're like, oh, man, you know, yeah, man, I wish I could, but I'm on a diet. And I'm like, you're fucking eating cake. You are eating cake right now. You're just not admitting it to yourself. But do we so, have such like, things as, like, lemon poppy seed cake? I yeah, think. dude. I've never had lemon poppy seed cake. I've the only had it in muffin like, form. Yeah, well, that's the thing is is that like where 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 muffins because of their name are able to like incorporate all this I've also never, I've also never grabbed cake and like put warm butter on it to like make it good. Like, there's something like I get what you're saying, but I feel like there's a difference here. Okay. Like I don't yeah. what you you use you eat muffins differently than you would eat a cupcake and like it's, if you have that's true like yeah because you don't you don't uh you don't glaze a, you don't put icing on a muffin no you don't you don't like I've I've seen like a couple muffins like like certain blueberry muffins have like kind of like a like a crisp glaze on them but it like you take a muffin you like chop the top off and you like stick some butter in there. And you like let the butter melt a little bit, and then you eat it. And like, I I re- I definitely see what you're saying, and the texture is similar, but there's some sort of difference between these two. And maybe it's just the way we eat it, and pr- I think particular that's the thing. flavors that we go with for muffins that you just don't normally get out of cake. That it makes it. Di- there's no there's brand muffins, which I think are good. There's yeah. No brand yeah. cake. You don't have brand cakes. <laughs> But you have I, I will say muffins. I've been I've been googling. Well, <laughs> I'm googling um, all these things that you're saying, and they're they're like I'm seeing all recipes and like Bon Appetit and Epicurious recipes that are literally like they show the cross section, and it is the exact same like density and and like I figured it uh, out air pockets it. as I googled it. Mm-hmm. Cakes and muffins are both baked food products. The difference between cakes yeah. and muffins is that a muffin is a form of bread, whereas a cake, mm. which is much sweeter, is not. That's the Wait, difference. Muffins but muffins are, are made bread. from batter. Wait, no, muffins are made from batter. What? That's that's. What I'm gonna Google have to telling me. I can't wait. Muffins can't be bread. That's what. Our bread. Are muffins bread or cake? What is the di- What is the there's what no is, there's no yeast in muffins. But is there yeast in cake? Yeah, there's no mm. there's no yeast in the, muffins don't hmm. This is this is wild to me. I'm 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 this is wild. I guess English muffins are bread kind of. Yeah. There there's Oh, well, here we go. Okay, so it's a quick bread, which mm. is a bread leavened with leavening agents other than yeast. Or eggs. So banana bread is a quick bread, even though it's kind of a cake. Okay, I see. Pancakes are bread, according to this. 
This shit's very confusing. Yeah, I, we, right this now. is a this is a rabbit hole that now, I didn't mean to take us down. Um, the muffin rabbit and, hole. <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, and I don't know where I like. I'm I'm fucking. I you know I fucking love food taxonomy and like and categorizing it, but like I'm I am now at a at a complete loss. But I muffins cannot be bread. Muffin. <laughs> I I just. <laughs> It can't be. It can't be. It can't be. Um, and at nineteen and twenty, just moving right along, it's cheese danishes, and you. I told you for the reason before. And scones, surprising no one. Uh, my least favorite breakfast food. Uh, sp- kind of for the reasons um that Dave was saying. Uh, I don't love dry. I don't love dry pastries. Um, the issue though, specifically with scones is that there's a cognitive dissonance for me in having a, a dough that is literally like half of it is butter if you're doing it right. And you end up where like, whereas a croissant, right? Has like half of it is butter, but you have this flaky, buttery, moist and warm, um, kind of like crunchy delicious pastry whereas with a scone you have this somehow dense like crumbly dry somehow pastry that like you have the saving grace of like delicious blueberries and like rock sugar um and i just like i can't it, it it seems wrong to me that a pastry with so much butter in it can be so dry. And I don't begrudge anyone who enjoys it. I'm just like, that is, that is not for me. I like them because they're basically biscuits. But they're a little bit, a little bit meatier than a biscuit. Anyway, they're more my, crumbly than biscuits. My, my, my uh, bottom three are English muffins. Which yeah sure I'm I'm sure. just I'm with you that I had not a, a fan either we had the Thomas English muffins in my house growing up and they're gross they're not good I don't yeah there's something about Thomas English muffins that the texture there's something about the taste that feels wrong it's, homemade ones are great I will say I, I've, I've had I've homemade had ones. English muffins that aren't Thomas I had one when I was over in Scotland and I was like hey. This is the best English muffin I've ever had, which was mm-hmm. like stepping over a brick. It was not a right, high bar right. to clear. Engl- nah. English muffin, that's honestly probably what saved English muffins from being last on my list, was that I've finally had some that weren't the Thomas brand. And I was like, oh, this can actually taste good? Okay. Right. But generally, I'd, I'm not a fan of English muffins. I'm not a fan of their texture. I'm not a fan of their style. Uh, it, like... Now, now, not a big English muffin guy. And then mm-hmm. you're probably not going to like this, but my bottom two are cinnamon buns and sweet buns. I okay. don't like them. Cinnamon buns are a mess. They're, I was going to say, if, if you're going to say that they're messy as hell, that's that's one thing that I just kind of have to give you. They're, it's, it is, they are it's the not messiest a, it's item not a on mess this list. that I like. like. Yeah. I can kind of respect like a crumb cake mess a little bit. Because crumbs are harmless, but like you cinnamon, brush them off. Cinnamon mess. That shit's stuck to your hand until you wash your hands. Like yep, that shit's just on you now. 
It's and yeah, it's like if you ever put like honey in tea and get the honey residue on your hands and you like think it's off but it's not, right? Yeah. I don't I don't like that they're they're like they're too wet for the most part. And but if you have a dry one, they taste like shit. So uh-huh. you either have it's too moist and squishy and bad, but it, it at least tastes okay, or you get a really shitty dry cinnamon bun. And it's just so heavy. Like, I take a single bite of a cinnamon bun, and I want to take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm done for the day. I don't want to do anything anymore. This is my life now. I'm going to go sit down on the couch. I had a bite of a cinnamon bun. Mm-hmm. I, this is it. I'm done. And then sweet buns, I just think, are so bland. They're just so nothing. Every time yeah. I have a sweet bun, I'm like, oh, I could have had like a muffin. <laughs> all right. I can respect all that. That's all That's all fairly, like, these are all thoughts that, like, I can understand. Uh, this is how like, you debate things with other people, by the way, listeners. Yeah. Like, me and Sam have very different opinions on some of these things, but we don't hate each other for it. And I can nope. respect why Sam doesn't like scones, even if I think he's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. not for him. And this is how everyone should approach life. They should yeah. approach life like we approach arguing about breakfast pastries. Yep. If you take yep. anything away from this podcast, away from our lives and our work in general, it's this argument right here and our respect for each other. And, and and each other's bad opinions on breakfast pastries. <laughs> Let's get back to football, because I'm sure everyone yeah. does not give a fuck anymore. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we're round. already over, Dan. We're, we're yeah. already over our normal time limit, so we're just going to lightning round this as quick as possible. No real debates. Rams, Seahawks. Rams. I'm going to go with Seahawks. Jets, Eagles. Oh, uh, Eagles. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yeah. Jaguars, Panthers, Caffey. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Jaguars. Still, I think the the shoe show rolls on. This is a big deal. Which which rookie unproven phenom is gonna make it? Uh, keep things yeah. interesting. I'll go with the home team Panthers because okay, odd year bullshit. Vikings at the Giants. Uh, Giants. We talked about this one. We did. I think. Uh, I'm gonna go with you, I know I know you can't you I know you have to couch it before you're like before you pick the Giants but I I, I promise I, you I'm, you can pick the I'm Giants af- nothing I'm bad afraid, will happen I'm afraid that this is a week that the Vikings are suddenly going to like look functional again because uh-huh. Cousins has seen the Giants many times in his career and like I don't know I I think their defense is Probably the best defense uh, Danny Dimes has faced yet. So I, I don't know. I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. So Vikings. All right. Falcons at the Texans. Uh, Texans. I'm gonna go with Texans. Buccaneers at the Saints. Oh man, this is suddenly an interesting game. Yeah, I gotta pick the Bucks. I hate to do it. I'm gonna pick the Saints. Just good. I hope they they're, win. They're they're at home. Bills at the Titans. Uh, Bills. I'm also going to go with the Bills. Even with Matt Barkley behind center, I, I don't trust the Titans to not be mediocre, and I think the Bills' defense is very good. 
Mm-hmm. Cardinals at the Bengals. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I want to say the cards. I'm doing it, too. I think, I think this I think is going to be the week the Cardinals finally get on the uh, win column because the Bengals are trash. Someone has to win this game. This is 0-4 teams fighting each other. Someone is finally going to get their first win, and I'm thinking it's going to be the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Patriots at, at the Redskins. Well, go Patriots. Ugh, yeah, I Patriots guess. are going to annihilate Dwayne Haskins. It's going to be, it's going to be ugly. Ravens at the Steelers. Oh, Ravens, Ravens. I have yeah. a bounce back game. It'll be fine. Yeah, this will be a bounce back game. And and all the Steelers fans who got hyped, like, oh yeah, we destroyed the Bengals. We're back in this. No, you're not. Fuck off. Ravens are going to win. Mm. Bears at the Raiders. Ooh. I think this could be a sneaky game for the Raiders, but I still think it, it is a mistake to bet against the Bears in this game. I am excited to see what Khalil Mack does to the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Go, go Bears. Broncos at the Chargers. Uh, Chargers, for sure. Yeah, especially, right? I, I guess they don't have a home field advantage, but I think they're Not still really. a better team, and the Broncos are, something is very wrong in denver so i'm also going mm-hmm. chargers packers at the cowboys uh you know what let's go with the packers i want the packers to win but yeah i, I don't think they will at home i think the cowboys are gonna win in like a close bullshit fight so mm-hmm. cowboys colts Fair. at the chiefs uh chiefs chiefs and then a interesting battle. The undefeated 49ers face the Browns. Browns at 49ers. I, I, it's going to be the Browns. I want to say it's the Browns. I don't trust sure. the 49ers either. I, yeah. I think the Browns, this is a Monday night matchup. The Browns might do it. They might finally come in on a Monday night game, look good, beat up a, a team that's 3-0. I, I believe. Go Browns. That is our predictions for week five. Uh, Rams and Seahawks will be starting, actually just started 10 minutes ago. Yeah. So you'll already know if we're wrong on that one. But we're going to find out soon enough. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what your favorite garbage pastry is. And Sam, please play us out. Yeah, uh, you can follow me over on Twitter at Sam Grezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S. And on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I'm Dropplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave, on Facebook at the Dropplay Comic, on Twitter. On Wait. What? I lost my train of thought. You know where it is. You listen every week. You know where to find me. All that jazz. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Ladies and gentlemen, aspiring entrepreneurial boys and venture capitalist girls of all ages, I hope you brought your financial portfolio, your most ridiculously overpriced watch, and your most cuttingly skeptical facial expression, because this is Brand Standing. Brand Standing is a 100% totally real podcast which features real entrepreneurs really battling it out to win the favor of investors and you. Excuse me. Hi. 
Yeah, this is Taylor from Legal Balthazar Games. We're legally obligated to state that this, in fact, is a podcast based on a game. Which is what we would have to say if it wasn't completely real. Which it is! Our contestants come to us from the cutthroat cacophony of the capitalist crush to bring us the most vivid and vivacious adventures, seeking to satiate our striving for success. Uh, no. 30 minutes prior to each recording session, each of our contestants was given two pieces of information. The first, a type of business, hair salon, lawyer's office, haberdashery, and so on. The second, a demographic, Vikings, pirates, people who own snakes for some reason. They had to come up with the name of that business. Which they've been working on for months, years maybe. Also their business plan, their marketing strategy, their organizational structure, business cards, jingles, schematics for promotional squeaky toys. So for our very real contestants, if the idea is right and the pitch is tight, they might wind up doggy paddling in a kiddie pool of that extra sharp investor cheddar. Most importantly, though, Brand Standing gives you the opportunity to step into the role of investor as well. Dear listener, you can grab your leather-bound business planner and go to brandstanding.show and vote for your favorite entrepreneur. I'm legally required to read the following disclaimer. Brand Standing is a 100% contrived show based on the fabulously fun improv game of the same name, coming to Kickstarter this spring. It features podcasters, comedians, writers, and more misusing their talents to come up with brilliant and hilarious business ideas for your amusement. Grandstanding may not be for everyone. Extended listening has been known to lead to earbud rash, unpredictable bouts of hilarity, and thinking up brilliant names for a mini golf course marketed to deep sea divers while you're lying in bed at 2 a.m. Is what we would say if we weren't total tools who hated fun. To stay up to date, you can head over to brandstanding.show or wherever your favorite real podcasts are hosted. Do you like making fun of really, really bad ghost hunting shows? There's one in particular we enjoy making fun of. It's called Ghost Adventures, and it includes things such as... Bad fashion sense. Grown men yelling at nothing. Outrageously large belt buckles. Too much hair gel. And unfortunately, a lot of really cringy, painful, and socially unaware stuff, too. I'm Cassie. And I'm Max. We're the hosts of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. Find Insanely Haunted for free wherever you get your podcasts.